Radio Show. It's the Angry Diva, the Bella Boston, the Angry Divas Radio Show. This has been another Bitch House Production. This has been another Bitch House Production. The Angry Divas Radio Show. In live. Black woman, that jet black woman, best respect that woman, the black woman is God, black woman, that big black woman, you can never check that woman, the black woman is God, mother of the earth, queen of the land, call me mama new, watch me expand, swallow up the sun, give birth out my glands. What we call a resurrection. I think it's time to turn your lights on. I think it's time to change your white on. Seeking up on you just like a python. <laughs> Isis is really ice on. We the gods manifest in the flesh, nigga. In the form of double X, nigga. I want my throne back. I'm set, nigga. I burn your shit down. Stop met, nigga. We all waited, debated, anticipated, was hated, miseducated by both who ejaculated.
Only one of those bastards is going to be honest with you about his proclivity. <laughs> so now that the bar is on the damn floor, the next thing is going to be date a black man that's dead. And you will be a necrophobic <laughs> to say you want a black man that's alive. <laughs> this is how far these brats have fallen. This is how reprobate-minded we are being encouraged to be. And, and not all of us are falling for it. But those of us who aren't falling for it are being subjected to ridicule. We're being told that we're erasing bisexual men by choosing not to date them. It's no different than the attack against lesbians. You're erasing trans women to not want to be fucked by a penis. This is crazy. It's goddamn crazy. So now, not only do women have to take on the risk of disease, pregnancy, and being abandoned, fuck, we don't even get to say what kind of dick we want to have sex with. Come on, man. I don't care. You can call me whatever phobic you want to because y'all know for a fact, and this is why I'm surprised that men are listening to my show. I don't know what's wrong with you people. But y'all know I can't stand men, and I see them as only being worthy of pimping. I'm only dealing with you if I can pimp you in some way, shape, or form. But, see, I'm going to at least let you know. Let me pimp you. I got a brother from another mother. Y'all know. He come on the show every now and again, the galactic scientist. And there was one day I <laughs> said to him, let me, let me like, pimp, pimp your dick energy just a little bit because the chicks are, like, going crazy. You know they need a man around. <laughs> I said it to him straight the fuck up. And he laughed. He laughed. <laughs> he said, all right, you let me know when. <laughs> I only want to deal with men if I can pimp you. And you should want that. You should want a woman in your life who is going to see how she can get the most she can out of you and make you the most you can be. Because, hell, I can't get nothing out of you if you, like, two inches big, baby. But if I take that two inches and make it 20 feet tall, then maybe just maybe it might be worth something for me. But we are not encouraging black women to think that way. I don't know what it is. I, I don't know. I mean, I grew up different. I had a father in the home. And this is not said to diminish, okay, because as much as my daddy was present, his ass was worthless, and he shouldn't have been in the home, okay, but he was in the home. And... I was talking to a sister whose father abandoned her and her sister and her mother when she was about nine years old, I think, because her black father felt that his family was worthless because there wasn't no son that came out of his dick with his wife. So he left his wife and children, worthless piece of shit, because she birthed two daughters. And so I'm just bitching, bitching, bitching. This was years ago. This was about three, four years ago. But I'm just bitching up a storm. Oh, my father wasn't shit. And she said to me, well, Diva, you ever consider, for all your father wasn't, right, for what all you may have missed, you ever consider that maybe, just maybe, his mere presence in your life and in your home protected you in some ways and gave you a sense of security in yourself and others. And I had to sit with that. Because, I mean, up until that point, I had been doing the same old song. Oh, my God, my father should have been this. And, oh, my God, my mother was stupid to have sex with this man and breed babies with him. What a dumb bitch move that was. God damn, you was a dummy for that. Why did you do this to yourself and your family? He's a dumbass. Why did he do this to himself? Oh. And I was just stuck there, you know, in, in child pose, mentally. Seriously. 
I was stuck in the maiden phase, not really wanting to grow up either. Let's just be honest. Because I had never blamed my parents up until that point. So finally, it's time to blame somebody. What? Let's throw souls. Let's throw dirt. <laughs> okay? Hey, rocking all night long. But that sister, and thank God for her, elder than me, not by much, but enough, older than me, helped me to see something I wasn't able to see before. I have a very different outlook on life because my father was in the home. And for all he wasn't, you know, he didn't make enough money. We struggled. It was hard on my mama. He did what most black men do, whine and talk about how the white man won't let him do something because he was lazy and shitless and didn't want to fight. Punk-ass man. I saw my mama and my aunties get up and war every day. But I saw my daddy and my uncle talk about how the white man won't let him, motherfucker. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. For all he wasn't, his ass was still in the home. And because he was there, he was able to give me a look into what manhood really is. And I don't just mean by his shiftlessness as a man and a husband to my mother, because he was a fun dad. He was. We had a lot of fun with our dad being little girls. It was fun to be daddy's girls. It was fun to, you know, have him come to all our little recitals and stuff and see him videotaping in the back. (laughs) It was really, really cool, you know. It was also hard going to school with other black girls who did not have that. Y'all think y'all all that in a bag of chips because y'all got y'all daddy at home. We have to hear it all the time. All the time. Okay? And I never saw it for the privilege that it was to have him in my life. For all he wanted. All right? Now, I'm not ever going to try and say that this man was perfect. He was fucked up. But there was a lot that went into the breaking of that masculine, to take him from divinity into toxicity. The same as it took a lot to break my mama and take her from divinity and into woundedness. The wounded feminine versus the divine feminine. The diminished masculine versus the divine masculine. And in seeing this in my parents and understanding how this has shaped me, why I am so powerful, so very powerful. Why, there's really not much you can do that's going to throw me off my square. Oh, I'm going to get pissed, I'm going to raise, but I'm going to curse your motherfucking ass and keep it moving. <laughs> why I am the powerhouse dark goddess bitch that I am today. And why I stand in authority and tell you, sisters, it is the absence of manhood, masculine manhood in our lives that has caused this shit right here. My father told all of his daughters from as early as I can remember until this day here, men ain't shit, me included. Anybody got a problem with my man hating this, you better take it up with my daddy. He taught me to hate you. He told me not to trust you, motherfuckers. He told me that you motherfuckers would say anything. You anything to get what you want. There's no law you men won't stoop to to get over on a woman. And because I know that, I ain't never going to be that bitch. But for the rest of you sisters who did not have your daddy in the home to teach you rightly that for the most part men ain't shit. And my father said all of them. That's why 
laugh when I see online. Not all men, nigga, bye. Because I bet you you tell your daughter every single dick swinging one of them, run. <laughs> I bet you you do. And so since all of them ain't shit, and all of them are broken, and all of them are selfish, and all of them are only thinking about they dick and how to get it wet, you better learn how to focus and center you. You are the prize, sister. You are the prize. I have the pussy. I make the rules. That's it. Ain't no two ways about it. Now, if there's some chick out there laying her pussy open to every Tom, Dick, and Harry, fine. That's her right. It's her pussy. She has the right to fuck gay men, fuck hetero men, fuck nobody. Fuck a dildo. I don't care. Fuck a cucumber. You give a walk. It's your pussy. But you shut your rabbit ass mouth talking about what the rest of us should do without. And I'm going to say this. Since the black man is so weak that he can't take rejection, and it's not just him, we're seeing it all around the globe. Men aren't fucking nuts. They got, like, what is it, 30% less testosterone now than they did before? And while that should seem like it makes us safe, what we're seeing is them degenerate further. Science has proven that that Y chromosome is degenerating every generation. That shit look like a damn V now. It has retarded on itself. It is no longer viable and vital. Nature is canceling them out. So, with that being said, there's always going to be dick-sucking, tongue-drinking mammies out there that do everything they want them to do. Let them be over there. The handmaidens, the cattle of patriarchy. Let those cows do what cows do. Cows move. They get cow poked in bread and milk. Let them bitches be that. But as for me and my house, as for the daughters of the dark mother, black men are no longer eligible for you to date, relate, or fuck, period. Because they are down low. Because they've been to prison. We cannot trust a man who's been to prison and not have fucked another man or been fucked by another man. Because black women are the greatest population of people with new cases of HIV, yet black women are the least promiscuous of all women. That's why. Because your one black man got 10 side bitches and 20 motherfucking men he's fucking. That's why. Because even our sisters who are married to black men are coming up with HIV. I have a guest I'm going to have on the show. I'm going, I tried to get her story in here so I could play it for you, but that'll just have to be tomorrow's show. Her name is Renee. She's a beautiful sister. The unfortunate truth is this woman was married. She was in a committed marriage. She wasn't dating. Pregnant with twins, she found out that her down-low gay husband gave her HIV. You can't trust these men. You can't trust them. You have got to be careful, sisters. This is not to say, actually, I don't care. I'm not giving no disclaimer. You can say what the fuck you want to say. You can say I'm a race and bisexual man. You can say I'm in danger. I'm committing violence. I don't give a fuck. Because the fact is, my words ain't killed no bisexual.
powerful man, but their debt is killing my sister. I got a right to say what I want and to be tense about it. We've got a black matchmaker in Atlanta, the AIDS capital of the fucking world, talking about date bisexual men. And when we say black women are already at high risk, why would we take on another population of men who have no loyalty to the safety and the sanctity of the yoni? What's wrong with us? I'm biphobic. Call me whatever you want. I don't care. <laughs> Your little labels, they don't scare me. You know what scares me? The fact that the mothers of our race, the fact that there's daughters, there are little girls, teenage girls with HIV, because she trusted her fucking boyfriend, a black male. Something is wrong, and nobody got the ball to talk about it. But Diva do, baby. I'm Triple Dark Goddess, and this has been another Big House production, the Angry Divas Radio Show. We are going to be back in here tomorrow, and I'm going to get this sister on the show and have her talk to you about her journey. Hopefully, the damn soundboard will work with me, and I'll be able to have her little clip loaded up here. But uh, she's giving an interview, and I want to have her on the show to talk to you sisters about her journey, how she found out, what length she had to go through, how we need to change the laws, because they got it so that you can't even find out your man's status if you suspect that this motherfucker's double-dipping. Even as his wife, even as his wife and the pregnant mother of his children, she had to jump through hoops to find out whether or not it came from her man or maybe a needle or something when she got a shot. See, this is insane. This is insane. I'm so glad my father taught me rightly. Dad, thank you. Men ain't shit, me included. It was his constant refrain. Men ain't shit, me included. He's teaching it to his granddaughters. Thank you, Daddy. Thank you, Papa. Thank you. He's teaching it to his granddaughters. He don't even exclude himself, all of us, he said. He taught us, you women are the prize. He used to say to me, I'm terrified of y'all. Y'all more powerful than you realize. Men ain't shit. Y'all the ones with the power. When are y'all going to wake up to it? Baby, I'm here. Make sure you tune in tomorrow for the show. Also, I want to talk to you, sisters, about feminine sexual privilege. Because we, of all women on the planet, are denied the right to say who comes and who goes into our pussy. No other race of woman is being encouraged to take, you know, you're broken, you're, you're busted, you're disgusted, you're double dipping, you're fucking down low. Nobody else! That's the black woman. To catch it all. To catch it all for everything on the planet. No. We have a right to have a standard too. Ain't nobody told Becky, Maria, or Mei Ling that she had to take bisexual dicks. They'd rather tell you to be with a gay man or a bisexual man or a transgender man than tell you date outside of your race. This is a frightening time to be alive, people, especially if you don't put you first. I'm okay because I'm going to always be all right because I value me. There is not one fucker on this planet worth more than me. I don't care who y'all are. Period. I come first. You do it my way or hit the highway. And that's the time it needs to be in the black woman's life. You can do this my way or hit the highway.
What is your way, sister? Develop it for yourself. Figure it out for yourself. It's time for us to remember the sacred daughter privilege of being a natal-born woman, a natural-born woman, a true-born woman. And to take that, that knowing, that gnosis, that power, that authority, and to act it in our lives. There's a lot of women who read the stuff that we write and listen to our shows and and, and they show up for our classes, but y'all are not living it. Your lives are in shambles because you're not living it. I want to challenge you. I say it all the time. Dark wisdom ain't shit without dark gnosis and practical application of the same. And so I present to you Yoni Language 4, Feminine Sexual Privilege. And we are going to be discussing our right. We're going to be talking about Yoni Meditation. The womb chi, the, the sacral chakra chi, root chakra chi, is the most dense energy. It is the hardest to move. So when you sustain an injury, a trauma, someone neglecting you, some sort of sexual violation where he comes and you don't, he doesn't even have the wherewithal to care about your orgasmic bliss, he uses your yoni as a masturbatory aid. These things end up violating your chi and causing greater density in you. You ever wonder why you ain't got no creativity? You can't seem to want to do nothing for yourself? You get something started and you can't keep it straight, you can't get finished? That is why. Your womb is a garden, sis. And your thoughts, your choices, those are your seeds. What kind of garden are you growing? Pay close attention to the conversations you have with people, the things you think about. Energy is very, very, very powerful, and ignorance does not protect us. Ignorance is a curse on you. To say I don't know is to say I am cursed and happy to be so. Let's change that frequency. The details for sign-up are on my website. They're also in the description box on this show. Yoni Language 4, Feminine Sexual Privilege and Feminine Pleasure Privilege. This is the the pleasure principle and the pleasure planet. We are supposed to be in bliss here, not in fear, not in worry, not in doubt, but in bliss. And if you are dealing with circumstances that cause you fears, if you're trying to reroute yourself to accept those things, you're playing yourself, baby. And you don't have to. Where there's a will, there's a way. When the student is ready, the teacher will appear. I look forward to having you all in class, and I look forward to seeing you all tomorrow for the show, part two. And for when we have our sister on who is going to tell her story of how her husband, who was down low, a.k.a. bisexual, but didn't tell her, gave her AIDS. I'm Triple Dark Goddess. This has been another Bitch House production, the Angry Divas Radio Show. Thank you, everybody, and we'll see you all next time. Off your ass and on your feet. Ain't no time to beat your meat. It's after dark with Triple Dark Goddess on the Angry.